Lord Jesus, we just pray because we know that fear is not from You. Fear is not from You. And yet we are weak. And Lord, sometimes in our humanness, we fear. Sometimes in our humanness, we allow fear to get a foothold in our hearts. And so we ask You to strengthen us with Your mighty hand, Lord. And as we look today at some scriptures on fear. I would pray, Father, that you would help us all to be able to walk in the secret place of the Most High God where our protection is and to put fear far from us as we travel through the difficult days ahead. I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hey everybody, let's read a, a scripture here as we begin this special broadcast again during the time here where the whole world is battling this unseen enemy, this coronavirus that is running rampant on planet Earth right now. I pray, I'm taping this on uh, March the 20th, uh, 2020, and I pray by the time it goes up and uh, actually airs, I pray that there will be some solutions that have been discovered. There will be some, some uh, assurances uh, that the thing is getting well under uh, control. All of these things. We pray for the best. And you know, a preacher has to stand up and encourage people not to fear. I also want you to realize that sometimes preachers are susceptible, all the time really, we are susceptible to the same things you are. I am susceptible for fear to come against me. I am susceptible for worry to enter my mind. I am just like you. You know what I'm saying? And so right now, I really think we just need to cut some slack for one another. Everybody, we've never been through a thing like this before in all of our lives. None of us. In the, in the whole time that I've been alive on planet Earth, I've never seen anything like this. And... Because we've never been through it before, we need to listen to the Holy Ghost how to go through it this first time. And if you're going to believe your Bibles, and I hope you do, this isn't going to be the last time. This isn't going to be the only time that something threatens our way of life or whatever. You know, we're living in the last days. And Jesus said, and that's who I have to believe. And I, I mean, I'm sorry if you're a Christian and, and, you know, I don't desire bad times. I don't desire rough times. I don't desire dark days. But Jesus said we're going to have them. And I'm sorry if that makes you nervous. And I, I have to tell you, when I get nervous, I can only tell you basically my reaction when I get nervous is I got to get to the cross. I got to get back under the blood. I got to get in the Word. Hallelujah. I got to be full of the Holy Ghost and do the best I can just like everybody else out there is going to have to do during things like this. But this isn't going to be the last thing. We're in the last days, and Jesus promised us, in the world you shall have tribulation. Now that's not the great tribulation, that's life tribulation. And it's also tribulation that comes from these birth pain signs of the Word of God. I heard Perry say the other day uh, in one of his messages that he believes this is a third trimester 
birth pain. Right? There's more stuff going to go down while the church is still here. So if you are afraid, let's put it this way. If I get afraid during times like these, I have to do the same thing you're going to need to do. I've got to go to the Word of God. I've got to get back to the cross. I've got to stay under the blood. I've got to stay in the secret place of the Most High. And that's our answer to you as well. I mean, we all have to do this. This is not something that isn't common to man. And so we come against fear with everything in our vital beings. We come against torment. We come against nervousness. We come against anxiety. And the answer for all of that is the cross of Jesus Christ. Because it was there that He won the victory. Hallelujah. And so while I do not know exactly what's going to happen, I don't know how this is going to turn out for any of us. Alright? I, I just don't know. I, I'm not a predictor of the future. At least to that extent. I am a watchman in the body of Christ. I've been sharing with you in these special broadcasts disturbing trends that I see in the church that I believe God is trying to wake us up out of and get us to humble ourselves and change so that we can be the victorious church in the earth in 2020 and beyond as long as Jesus tarries. Amen? But I'm not a predictor of the future. I don't know that I won't be affected by this. I, I don't know that. I know the Word of God teaches me to number my days. And I just want to make sure that every day I walk before God softly with a humble and a repentant heart and hear from the Holy Spirit. I'm believing God to protect me. And whatever God chooses to allow or to do, I'm going to have to cope with that. So whether I am afraid or not afraid really isn't going to you know, interrupt the outcome. It's only going to make the journey either good or bad. Okay? And so I just want to give you some scriptures today uh, in this broadcast on fear. And I think, you know, we've read these hundreds of times. And there's a reason why we have to read them hundreds more times. Because like you... I battle with becoming fearful at times. And maybe you're not battling it through this. Maybe, maybe the coronavirus is not making you fearful, but something could come in your life that would try to make you fearful. And we're all going to feel the pain of fear, the strike, the attack of fear at one time or another, multiple times most likely through our lives. And so we need to know where we stand with God. And we need to know how God is looking at the situation because His Word never changes. My situation may change, but God's never does. Right? My mental uh, abilities might change, but God never does. And so I'm standing here putting everything I have. You know, you've heard the expression, don't put all your eggs in one basket. But in this case, when it comes to Jesus Christ, when it comes to the Bible, when it comes to God, when it comes to the cross, when it comes to eternity, I've put all my eggs in one basket. I am either in the hand of God, 
and, and ultimately it's going to be okay. And that's the only way that I can look at it. Okay? And so let's look at this first verse from 2 Timothy uh, chapter 1, verse 7. Everybody knows this verse. And help us, Lord, to stand on it. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. That's, that's very interesting. Power is power to believe. Power to stand with God. Love, of course, is beginning, as we talked in a recent broadcast, or it might air later, I recorded it a while ago, where it talks about learning to see people and ourselves as God does. We love. We have the love of God shed abroad in our hearts, the Bible tells us. And finally, a sound mind. Glory to God for that. That means we can look at these situations rationally, and God will lead us to make appropriate decisions. God's never going to lead me to freak out. Even if I get sick, God still doesn't want me to freak out. I can't do that in my own strength. I cannot accomplish that, but God can accomplish that. God can give me the grace that I need. I'm believing that God's going to protect us. Hallelujah. And I'm going to stand on that word right there. A sound mind. A mind that has discernment. A mind that has discretion. A mind that is completely turned over to the will of God by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so, He hasn't given me a spirit of fear. Now, fear is a spirit. It comes from Satan. It's never of God. But in my born-again partaking of the divine nature, I do not have that spirit. Now, to the natural flesh, the carnal nature, it is oftentimes a first reaction. I just have to try to remember who has saved me and how big and good that God is. Amen? And how powerful that God is. And how loving and wonderful that God is. And I have to know... From in the depths of my being, I have to know where my eternal destination is going to be. I'm with Jesus. I'm doing my best to live for Jesus, and I will do my best to die with Jesus, and I will spend eternity with Jesus because I am washed in the blood of the Lamb. That removes a lot of fear right there. And don't misunderstand me. Hey, nobody wants to get sick right now. None of us do. No human being alive wants us to get sick right now. But when you get fed up with freaking out, you can let the Holy Spirit lead you along the path right into God's will for you. And it's going to be beautiful, and it's going to be glorious, and it's going to be wonderful. And that's why, as Pastor Carter has been stating, I am not afraid. Not because of my own strength, but in Christ, in Christ, praise the Lord forever and forever. Let's look at another one. In Psalm 27, verse 1, it says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? And in the Hebrew idiom, it could read, The Lord is my light and my salvation. So who should I be afraid of? 
So what should I be afraid of? Hallelujah. I came into the light of this glorious gospel and I was washed in the blood of Jesus and born again on June 20, uh, June 21st. <laughs> I, my dad's birthday is the 25th. And so I, sometimes I have to think about what day I got saved on. But it was June 21st, 1981. I'm still in that light. I'm still washed in that blood. I'm still on my way to heaven. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Satan cannot pluck my soul out of the hand of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah forever. He is my light. He is my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life, so of whom shall I be afraid? Praise God. I sense the power of God on that. Hallelujah. In Psalm 91, the Scripture says, He will cover you with His feathers, and under His wings you shall trust His truth shall be thy shield and thy buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the era that flieth by day. And there's so much more in that psalm that we can look at. Psalm 91. Someday we'll probably do a, a special on that while we're getting through this situation together. Amen? And uh, listen, folks, we believe that God's going to put protection on the people of God. But you have to be careful... Because that doesn't mean that everybody who's a Christian who might contract this virus, you don't, you don't want to assume that they're not living right. Because that's maybe not the truth. You don't want to assume that they're not in real tight with Jesus, but hey man, I made it, so I must be close to God. No, 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 no. No, no, no. We live in a fallen world. And things happens to Christians just like happens out in that world. And I'm not going to go into that for the sake of time today, but that is the truth of the Word of God. And what we have to do is we pray and we believe that God's going to protect us. And we just stand on that Word. And I'm going to tell you, it's sort of like healing. It's just like healing, really. God's going to heal you every time until your time is up. I can just tell you that right now. General Stonewall Jackson, uh, a man I've studied quite a bit. Uh, my family actually has ties to Stonewall Jackson. Uh, many of the men in our family during the Civil War fought under Jackson. And uh, my third great uncle was actually a brigadier general under the command of Jackson. And Stonewall Jackson once said, as he was kneeling on the... I'm trying to remember for sure, but I believe it was I believe it was the Manassas battlefield in Manassas, Virginia. And Stonewall was kneeling there and he was looking out across at his dead boys that he had just sent into battle. And one of his aides approached him and asked General Jackson, How are you so calm and composed? Every single day, every single battle, every single thing that we face, and you don't seem to be undone or unkempt by it a bit. And Jackson responded and said, Sir, the Almighty knows the very day, the very hour, the very moment of my death, 
And so I don't concern myself with it. I just do the best I can to, the be, to be the best soldier I can be until I go home to be in the presence of my Savior. And you know, there's a lot of truth in that. Because I can, I can count exactly zero things in life that we have total control over. Now I know some preachers would like you to believe that we do, and that's not negative, it's not doubt-filled, it's whatever, but you have faith in the person of Christ. And you have faith that He's got your back. And any way it unfolds, He does have your back. And it drives fear. Little by little for most of us, for many of us anyway, little by little, it's taken me 40 years to get to the place where I am today and I still have a long way to go. But it drives fear out of our hearts. Jesus said in Luke chapter 12, verse 32, Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 41 and verse 10 says these words, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I want to stop there and I just want to say something the Holy Spirit told me about that verse right there is that when I walk and operate in fear, I am questioning the ability of my God. I am questioning the veracity of His Word, and I need to rein that back into control. Now folks, I'm going to say this again, because I'll tell you right now, I've got some detractors out there. I've got some people that take it upon themselves to pick apart every word I say in a message. And it used to be, in days gone by, they'd go out and blast it all over social media. But I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm not saying that this is easy. And for the detractors out there, I really don't give two bent pins what you think. Now how's that? I'm going to preach what God gives me to preach, and if you don't like it, turn the channel. This is not easy to do, but it can be done. Step by step, moment by moment, God would be unjust to command us to do something that He did not provide us the ability to do. It isn't going to be easy. It's going to be hard. It might not come fast for you. Some people it does. Some people, they got it down and... and they're doing good in that regard. I'm a little slower than many. I wrestle a little more within myself than maybe many or most. I don't know. But it is possible to get, so, to get close enough to God to where at least the sting of fear is not as severe as it was for you before. And that's what this whole journey through earth is about for all of us. Continue to grow in Jesus. Continue to grow in the Word of God as we go through this life. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Don't doubt my power. Don't doubt my ability. Don't doubt my word. Be not dismayed. 
for I am thy God. And Tim Delina brought out a really interesting statement about this. I believe it was also from the book of Isaiah. God is saying, do you see how big I am? Do you see how strong I am? I am able. That's God talking. Right? Me? I'm weak. I'm, I get nervous. I get anxiety and I get fearful. But he says, behold, your God. Behold your God. The Almighty. The Omnipresent. The Omniscient. The Altogether Lovely. The Rose of Sharon and the Lily of the Valley. The Bright in the Morning Star. Hallelujah. A gale of spices swept from heaven's door. Behold your God. The God that pushed the walls of Jericho down into the earth. The God that destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. The God who has the universe in His hands. The Bible says He measures the earth in the hollow or the center curvature of His hand. He measures the oceans in the hollow of His hand. And with the span of His hand, he holds all things together. God is able to bring us through this crisis. God is able to protect our lives. God is able to cause us to grow in the faith of Jesus Christ. God is able to wake up a sleepy church and transform us from the inside out and send us back out into this generation to be the light of the world and the salt of the earth and to lift up Christ and to win souls for the kingdom. God is able. Hallelujah to the Lamb. I just keep telling myself every moment when fear tries to come upon me, God is able. God is able. He said, I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Isaiah 41.10 He also said in Isaiah 51.7 Hearken unto me, you that know righteousness. The people in whose heart is my law. Fear ye not the reproach of men, neither be you afraid of their revilings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, I keep going back to this in every message. We're talking about you know, having victory over fear here today by looking at God, by looking at Jesus Christ. We're talking about the fact that we have not, we, we have not been given a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And you know what? God is going to wake up the church. I preached this in a couple of other messages during this time. I'm going to say it again. God has a purpose in all of this. And I believe with all my heart that the purpose for the church is to wake us up to the realities we have been missing out on by becoming complacent and becoming lethargic. And we've gone our own way and we've invited Jesus to follow us when we're supposed to be following Him into the future with the kingdom of God in our hearts and in our mouths, the ministry of reconciliation. 
reconciliation. That's what I believe is taking place right here, right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Put away fear. Whatever you have to do. Put away fear. However it feels to you. Put away fear. Look up, the sky is blue. Jesus is about ready to come back. Hallelujah. Glory be to God and the Lamb forever. You know, it's kind of a pithy little saying, but I feel that in my soul here today, praise God. Now let's take a look. We're getting ready to wrap up today's message. To overcome our fears with positive faith. Look at Joshua 1 and 9. I've always loved this scripture. One of the very first scriptures I learned. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. Now God would not command it if it were not possible to accomplish it. It's only possible in the power of the Holy Spirit, but nonetheless... Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Praise God. Psalm 23.4 Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Isaiah 35, verses 3 and 4. Strengthen ye the weak hands. Confirm the feeble knees. Say to them, now listen to the Word of God here, folks. Look it up. Isaiah 35, verses 3 and 4. Say to the ones with weak hands and feeble knees, say to them that are of a fearful heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. So, <laughs> this gets me because a lot of people get really angry at a preacher when the preacher tells him to just trust the Lord, honey. Just trust the Lord. Let's believe God through this. I can't explain everything to you. I don't know all the answers. I am not the author. I am a messenger boy. And here's the Bible said, you say to those who are of a fearful heart, be strong, fear not, behold your God will come. Now, in other words, you try to be kind and you try to be nice, but some people you can't satisfy. And, 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 and you don't know all the answers. You just have to, tell and and as the spirit of god would say i believe stop the fear stop the fear i have to tell myself that sometimes in my life you know stop the fear len what does god say amen and so that's the only answer we have for people look to god he is strong look to god he is able and if people are truly trying to be well they will receive that word anointed of God by the Holy Spirit and placed in the Bible. But if they're looking to pick you apart, they will pick you apart. You don't, you know, I've said this often, and I, you know, I've seen it again here just recently. I've said this often. If I have to wonder if you're with me, you ain't. Now I want that to sink in. If you can't show it, you got the problem, not me. 
I'm marching on for Jesus. Hallelujah. And I, you know what? I got a whole bunch of people God surrounded me with. Glory be to God and the Lamb forever. Hallelujah. I mean, sometimes you say it with all the tenderness and kindness and love that you can, but sometimes you just have to say it. God will come and save you. And the will of God, if you're where you need to be with the Lord, the will of God will be okay with you. I'm going to leave that right there and hurry up and get us through just a couple more verses of Scripture. Proverbs 29, 25, The fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Glory to God. And later, uh, once we get through this season, I want to do some in-depth teaching on that verse right there and show you how that no matter... Uh, what happens to me in the physical, I am still safe. I am with Jesus. Praise be to God and the Lamb forever. Psalm 34, 4, I sought the Lord and He heard me and delivered me from all my fears. And God showed me how so often times in the church, the church has degenerated, degenerated to this over decades and decades. Even a couple of centuries. Man, the Puritans... They had a whole different outlook than we do today. We want easy answers that doesn't hurt us. We want answers that doesn't cost us anything. And we want instant answers right now. And God usually just doesn't work that way, honey. He usually just doesn't work that way. And so we have a whole bunch of stuff to relearn. I do, and you do too, as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ in this time. But as I leave you here today of this special broadcast, hope during the coronavirus crisis, as I leave you today, I make this declaration before you. I shall not walk in fear, but I will be emboldened and empowered by the Holy Spirit of God. I will follow the word of the Lord. I will follow the leading of the Lord. I will be protected by the Lord. And I am safe in Jesus' name. Make that your prayer of commitment today as we go out into this world with the most important thing, and it's always been the winning of souls, the saving of people. It's the closest thing to God's heart. Hallelujah. So we're going to do our best today to walk fear-free, to walk with open, whole hearts before the Lord, awaiting instructions from our commando-in-chief. Hallelujah. And we're going to be the church to this generation. Not only in this crisis, but in any other that comes. We are going to rise up and be the church. Hallelujah. And th I throw caution to the wind, my dear friends. And if I die, I die. But I will declare the word of the Lord forever and forever and forever. And that means not only here, but all the way through eternity. I am a testimony and a witness to look how great Jesus Christ is. He saved me, didn't He? Woo! Hallelujah to the Lamb forever. I'm about to shout here in this radio room today. Praise God. 
This is Evangelist Len Paxton, and I pray that something that was said here today blessed your heart, gave you strength for the journey ahead. But get into that book. Get into the Word of God. God has strength for you. God has deliverance for you. God has power for you. Get into His Word and go to Him in prayer and humble yourself and seek His face and turn from your wicked ways. Hallelujah. And God will heal your land. He will heal not only just America or France or Britain, but God will heal your spiritual land, the land of your heart. Hallelujah. And God will bring healing there. We are on a journey back to Eden. Hallelujah to the Christ. And God is going to get us through. God is going to take us there. And God is going to help us. And that at the break of dawn. In Jesus' name. God bless you guys. We will see you again later with another special broadcast here on the Old Time Power from Acts 26.18 Ministries. And until then, this is Brother Paxton saying go with God. And He will go with you. Bless you now.